If you enjoy listening to inspirational stories from people just like us, facing the fear and doing it anyway, then you're in the right place. My name is Claire Hill and this is the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Welcome to No Rest for the Vivid podcast. I have the amazing Faye here today, who is the cosmic coach. And um, we've literally just jumped straight into this episode because I've overdosed on her today. I, I, I would say overdose is a negative terminology. I've bathed in you. My mind has bathed in you today. Um, and I'm, I just can't wait for this conversation. I'm so excited. So before we get into all this stuff, that I'm really excited about. I'm literally holding my face. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm so excited. Do you want to introduce yourself, babe? Hello, everybody. So I am Faye, the Cosmic Coach. I am a coach for, I basically help people create businesses that light them up, that they love. And I help bring out people's authenticity. So that's sort of what I do with magical tools like human design, astrology, tarot, and then the coaching itself, and then sort of my expertise from having two previous successful businesses. Um, and I'm just obsessed with everything magical, basically. And I've come out of the spiritual closet now, and it took me a while, but I'm fully out. As you can see, I'm like in the cosmos. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm being more authentic myself now as well. I love that. So the you did a masterclass. Was it Wednesday night you did the masterclass? And I've just watched it um thank you for giving me the link because I didn't sign up in time because I was doing my own master classes it's all just jumble jumble in it um but I, I bought what you were selling so it's all good um so but so I watched it this morning right and we the reason why we got it talking on Instagram was because you number one I found you through our beautiful mate Natasha and she's absolute ledge um, have I lost you? Are you still there? Oh, I have lost you. Da, da. Oh, you're back. Let me move. I'm going to move over here because it's been a bit. Hang on, I'm coming back. Sorry. I'm going to move and go to the other room because um, I think it's my internet. doesn't play up often but I know it's because of where I am right let's go over here oh right I'm gonna come back don't worry it's all good it's all good in the hood it's just but so it funny should be fine in here you're walking but you're but everything else is standing still and it's just really <laughs> weird <laughs> it's right. really strange especially that way so that I'm not have to edit this bit out won't you well, 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 I've got a podcast manager now so no I won't oh, oh that's fine then <laughs> all good thanks, thanks. there we go love you Hannah um right so where do we go so I'm going to start from um getting involved on Instagram so we started chatting on Instagram because of our lovely mutual mate Natasha and I met her through this like little mini mastermind that I did with my coach Gronya. and anyway all these I love this all this connection and I started following you and I was just literally immediately drawn to you because you used to go hello fuckers and <laughs> hello slags and I just love it and I sent you a voice note saying I just want to let you know 
that it's when you find your people, when you can say, hello, you fuckers. And my heart just felt so warm and cosy. Now, that is not everyone, is it? That's going to feel cosy by being called a slag. But I do. Some people might not like to be called a slag. A slag? (laughs) But I love it. And I I love it because I know it's a, a bit of banter loving it's just straight in there like I know what you're talking about I know where you're from and I just love I love all of that and then obviously learning about how um you know how much you know about manifestation human design and all that that's why I've booked this soul reading with you so I was thinking it's like I'm gonna go it I reckon it's gonna be like a mental spa which is what sometimes I feel like about my stuff but like a dis on a discovery Mm. like a mini retreat just getting to know yourself on a different level yeah it is yeah well sometimes it can feel like a, a spa and sometimes it can feel like hell to be honest with you like a, a chair high-fiving you in the face yeah but but <laughs> but with a soul reading I think yeah it's it's very like it's very um it's positive and I think for me when I like experienced it as a you know on the other end of it it felt like a massive permission slip to just be myself. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Beautiful. I've had a raffle ticket to be myself, but I, rec- I reckon I need a full, massive, like one of them big charity checks permissions. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Can I show you? So this masterclass that you did, um, for those of you who've miss- missed out, you've missed out. Um, and everything that you said, I knew because we. Another thing, the reason why we're chatting is because of Jerry Halliwell and that yeah. manifestation video. And I remember watching that exact documentary. I did exactly the same as you. And I'm yet. I know. I think I know where that piece of paper is. Um, that when I wrote everything down, I think I was fourteen when that when I did that. I think I was about fourteen. But I loved the fact that she'd written down how much she loved George Michael. I know. It's so brilliant. And they were friends. And she'd put it in that picture of um of her dad. And I just loved the old the whole idea of it. And I remember just thinking, this is amazing. But it wasn't until listening, like it wasn't until very recently I realized how much I've manifested. Because and this is the other thing that we can voice out today. About the fact that this is, by the way, I know this is my podcast. I, don't, I know I'm going on a monologue. I'm just too excited. You can talk in a minute. <laughs> that we, you manifested your husband. So did I. I manifested my childminder. I manifested when my son was going to be born and all of this. And because of your masterclass, I'm going to get this out of the way so I can calm down. I've, I've done my very, I've done one vision ball before, but I've gone full force. Since I've been speaking to you, I've fucked up off, off all my work and I've done this vision board. Look, here it is. It's here. A3. So I'm going to talk to you about it because you said about telling you about it so you can hold yourself accountable. So yeah. this is me and Mel Robbins, best mates. I've cut Obviously. my face out. Bezies. I've cut my face out and stuck it on a picture of with, with the face. <laughs> I have. There's me. We, 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 we I chose her because I know I'm the same height. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's really small. <laughs> and then I've got my coach, Gronya, that I want to give her a cuddle. This is the spa I'm going to convince my sisters to go on very soon. 
So that's going to be soon. That's my favourite holiday resort. I'm going there business class my 40th next year. Amazing. That's me on the New York Times bestsellers list that I've, I've written out. Like, yeah. I've already named the book now. It's called going to be called Believe in Yourself. The new oh. car... Fiat, I don't want too much of a flash car. I just want a Fiat X, but I'm going to get one of them um, vinyl thing wraps and turn oh, it yeah, lilac. Yeah. You can't get a lilac car anywhere. My membership, the Vivi Business Club, is going to be 100 members, and that's it. I'm not going to go above that. Um, loads of money in, in my account. Done that. Yeah. What else? My Project Warrior Boss, which I've sold three spaces. That's closing next week. I'm going to sell all three. My co-working space I'm going to launch with my best mate around the corner. My new ring, me having another baby. This is oh. this is me on YouTube, on Stephen Bartlett's podcast with the YouTube car. <laughs> Again, I've stuck my face on somebody. I love it. And then all debt paid in full, including my house. Oh, my God. I, that's amazing. So there's one, this is the next level of it, is there's one in front of me stuck to the wall. This one's going in the kitchen, and that the other one, I've got another one going in my bedroom. So I think my husband's going to get the idea that I want another baby. And then I've written it all down, and it's stuck behind the picture of me and my granddad, which sits on me. Oh, my God, this is so good. I can't wait for you to be on Stephen Bartlett's podcast when you're pregnant. (laughs) I don't know. Can you imagine? So, yeah, so now I'm going to stop talking. You can chat. But I just wanted to say you've had an extremely positive influence on me today. (laughs) I love, oh my God, that makes me so happy. That just makes me so happy. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And it I will never that forget. You, you feel like, because when you know that it lands with someone and you're like, oh, I do do good stuff. I just want to give you that validation. Like that masterclass is going to look at me. I've already had all these wishes, but my life's going to become sweet. I just can't wait for all that stuff to happen to you. Right, should we get on to talking about you now? I've hogged it, haven't I? But I just had to <laughs> share. This is the first time we've ever chatted properly, and I've just started taking it. So, you manifested your husband. Yeah. I love this story. I'm into this, though. Do you feel like, I know that there was that Jerry Halliwell video, and you were like, right, this is amazing, and you wrote your thing down. But how, it's not a, and I, the, it's not been an easy path for you, has it? But now you're here and you're stepping into who you are. That must feel amazing in itself. But can you believe sometimes you got from where you were to like here right now? No. And I still, I don't think my brain is fully caught up sometimes. Mm. People go, how do you feel? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm literally like, I don't know because I don't think. Yeah, it's mad. So. When was it? So 2011, I was diagnosed with something called lupus and I was very, very, very unwell. Yeah. I didn't really leave my house for like years. I couldn't work. I was in pain every day. So those that don't know, lupus is an autoimmune disease that affects the joints and can affect the organs. So you get lots of pain. Um, and I was on like all sorts of horrible medications, including chemotherapy at one point. I lost my hair. Oh, babe. I was, yeah, and I was in my 20s, man. I was in like the prime of my life. And I didn't have, the way I describe it is I was, I wasn't living. I was just existing. Yeah. Here. 
and like doing like nothing. I was told I would never have children because of the complications of the medications that I'd been on plus the actual lupus. Yeah, it was pretty rough. And one day it's so like I probably went through one of them like cliche spiritual awakenings. Yeah. One day, well, I'd, I'd always been spiritual like from a very young age, but I literally woke up and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, there has to be more to life than this. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I can't just lie here like every day doing nothing. You know, I was in agony. But I remember thinking, oh, there must be more. And I was like, I've got, to, I've got to change something. And really, honestly, I was massively in victim mode as well. Yeah. Matt and I and I look back and I'm like, I fucking loved it. Yeah, having a pity party. Oh yeah, yeah, pity love. Party. I'm the queen Morning, of pity everyone, parties. Yeah. Everyone give me attention, you know, and yeah. I and I lapped it. it up. I did, yeah. and I loved it. Um. I've never said that out loud, actually. I was talking to my coach about it the other day, and she was like, just say it. And I was like, I know, but it's scary. So, is, yeah, yeah, I was in I was in victim mode, and I loved it. I was enjoying it. Yeah. And I was like, no, this has to stop now. And I was like, what am I doing? And from there, I was like, I'm going to create a business and work for myself, because when I am poor, I can, you know, I can make it work around my life, my illness, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had no idea. I'd only ever had admin roles before that I didn't really I didn't like get any A-levels or go to uni or anything like that yeah so I was like well what am I going to do but I really wanted to be a coach there was something in me I was like I want to be a coach but I was like how can I be a coach when I don't know anything <laughs> and I used to listen to all these like coachy podcasts like Noor Hibbert I loved her podcast um who else did I listen to like uh oh, I can't remember now but what Noor Hibbert was like, the main one a manifestation babe I used to listen to her as well oh I love her yeah and um, in the end, I got pregnant, which was a manifestation, which I'll talk about in a minute. Got pregnant and um, did hypnobirthing, went to a hypnobirthing course because I was really scared to give birth. Loved it so much. And my husband was like, why don't you like learn to teach that? And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I learned to teach that, set up my business, and it took off like quite in a, quite a big way, um, which was weird. And then I just got really bored and it sounds really bad. I just got really bored. It was the same, just teaching the same thing over and over and over and over. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. But I was like, I can't just change. I can't like quit. And then again, I was like, I can, I can do what I want. Yeah. I can yeah, do what yeah. I want. So then I started um, and then because I was successful, lots of other hypnobirthing teachers started asking me how I'd done it all. And then I was like, oh, I could teach them. I started coaching hypnobirthing teachers yeah and then I made an app for hypnobirthing teachers and that was that was going really well and then I was like I'm keeping myself a bit small why mm. am I doing that and don't get me wrong it's really great to have a niche and I could have like expanded it and all that jazz but I was like no this something here is not quite right and then I was like Do you know what I just need to be myself and I need yeah. to just coach women to create businesses that they love that light them up and I was like in, in doing that that's me being lit up as well yeah 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 yeah. and then that's that's sort of my journey so literally came from nothing to like being successful I love that and what's happened with the lupus it's just gone away now oh my god yes this is a whole nother thing this is a thing so diagnosed in 2011 I was really poorly for about eight years I was very very unwell then I got pregnant with my second daughter and it just it just went like the whole pregnancy I felt amazing like I was like oh my god I've never felt this good 
And I think there is some sort of link between like hormones and autoimmune illnesses. And I was like, this is amazing. And then after she was born, they were like fully preparing me to be unwell because after Millie was born, I was really poorly because of the hormone drops and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, Um, There was one day I, I couldn't even lift her out of the cot one day. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, um, so, but I, she, I was fine after she was born. I was absolutely fine. I had the most amazing birth experience, mm. which was healing in itself because my experience with Millie was difficult. Yeah. Um. So that was like, I just felt on top of the world. I felt, I actually felt high for like weeks. Wow. And I've not had a flare up since. That's crazy. I know. And even my doctor, my consultant was like, I don't know like why or. And then he said he doubts it'll ever come back because it, because I got for a pregnancy and a birth and it's been four four and a half years now. Wow. He was like, it's not going to come, it's probably not going to come back. That's crazy. That's so amazing. That is like, it's like stuff like that when you go, you you got to believe in this stuff. Well, that's it. Like every now and again, I do get a bit sceptical and I go, is this stuff really real? And then something happens and I'm like, yeah, no, it's definitely real. It's definitely real. I think, um, like, go, going to manifesting my husband, I was in these such shitty... Oh, no, that's downplaying them. I always went out with good-hearted guys, but they just weren't ready for me. Um, You know, they didn't have their light on, you know, the taxi cab metaphor. I swear that's what sex in the city or something. Anyway, and um, I'd split up with this guy, and we split up because he went in the Marines, and... I was just like, I'm done now. I'm I'm going to write down the list of what I want in my who I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And the next bloke, if he comes along, I am I'm one. I'm not going to ask anyone out or anything like that. I'm just literally going to be like, this is me. You'll find me if you want me. Um, and I'm going to write down a list of everything that I want, exactly like you did, because I know obviously the story about your husband. I wrote it all down and to the to like such minute details and then three weeks later Dan asked me out on a date and I had never ever been asked out for a drink because I'm a bit intimidating out on the dance floor you can imagine just like shaking my thing and my sister said to me she went you won't find the person you love when you haven't got your glasses on because I used to go out without my glasses on She's like, you'll find your your bloke when you've got your glasses on. And you're just being your, like Claire, because I've got like, I think it's joined together now. But my maiden name's Vid. That's where all these vivid words come from because everyone calls me. Um, no, my maiden name's Vidler, but my nickname's Vid. Everyone calls me Vid. She was like, no one's like the person who's going to love you is going to fall in love with Claire, not Vid. And I was like, ah, oh, all right. And then the day he asked me out on this date. I my glasses on, hair greasy up on my head, and I had a limp. I had light up my foot. So I'm walking into this meeting, and he obviously thought, oh, I'm a bit of her. She's a bit of all right. She's a bit all right. Off, off along. Um, but, yeah, he did, and, you know, rest is history. And then when he he, he proposed, I remember going, he, he waited like five years. I thought, you're taking the piss here, mate, but um, – we we got engaged, and then I was like, right, I want to I want to get pregnant quite quickly. So I was like, thirty three, I think. Want to get pregnant quite quite quickly. So we need to get married, but the house we're in isn't big enough. So we got engaged in the December between Christmas and New Year. We found the house we were going to move into in the February. Moved in in the February at the April. Got married in the October and found out I was pregnant 
by the following Christmas Day. So in a year, we got engaged, moved, preg- married and pregnant. Oh. And everyone was like, that's not going to, it's not going to work. And I was like, it bloody is, because I'm a te- I was a teacher at the time. I went, I want that baby due at the end of August or the beginning of September so I can have the summer holidays fully paid and sit on my ass. And that's exactly what happened. Oh, my God. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Amazing. Actually amazing. When did yeah. you get married in October? Where? Or when? when? 23rd of October. Oh, we're the 18th. Oh, yay. So your wedding anniversary is soon then. Same yep. This will be our ninth wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. We got married on a Monday because it was really cheap. But also because the tw- 23 is our number. This is another really spooky thing. We had our first date on the 23rd of March. We still celebrate that an- anniversary. And we got married on the 23rd of October. And then when Jackson was born, if you add up his birthday, guess what number it is? Oh, have you ever looked at your um, life path number? No. What is that? Oh, my God. Right. So you can literally just Google it. And it, it you basically get your birthday and then you reduce it down until it's one number. Oh, okay. So if your birthday is like the 12th of December, 1985, you add up. Like you keep adding the numbers until you get like you do twelve. Yeah, Google it. It's easier. Google it. Wow. And there's numbers one to nine, and it's a life path number, and it will tell you loads about your like why you're here. Oh. Then, you each year is a life cycle year. So, and um, from one to nine. So this year I'm in a year number number two, which is all about which I didn't know this until recently. It's all about leaning into spirituality. I was like, oh, my God. So and then year three, which is next year, I'll be in a year three. It's all about, um, like, success, recognition, being seen, being heard. I was like, I'm ready for that. So that's me next year. Visibility. Getting yeah. you in that. Oh, my God. It's freaking... It just... It blows my mind. Like, I've, I've always been quite a visual person. So, man... From, for me, I've always sort of visualised stuff, but I just didn't put the two and two together that it was manifesting. Like, I remember going, saying out loud, and this is why I was like, I've, even though it's a bit, I feel a bit embarrassed about the fact that I've cut my face off. I did this, though, on a, I did this on a, my uni mates always take the piss because I had a picture of Busted on my wall at uni and I was so in love with Charlie out of Busted. And so I sucked my face, but I've done it again. But I, I'm, unfortunately I never went out of Charlie from Busted so it didn't work in that sense however doing this and saying it out loud I remember saying out loud I would I want to have a child minor for Jackson I want her to live really close so that because at the time my husband was running the charity at the bottom of the right like walking distance then Dan I, I can still go back to work Dan can walk Jackson to the child minder on his way to work and then lo and behold I found my amazing Lulu, who lives five minutes down the road. She now picks Jackson up twice a week from school. And I'm like, she knows I'm desperate for this next baby. And so when that baby comes, the space is already there. It will just happen. And I'm just like, yeah, of course it will. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I um, Because I was told I'd never have children. It's so funny. I remember the doctor saying it to me. I was 27 and he was like, it's probably not going to happen for you. God. I remember looking at it and going, it fucking will. Because <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm just naturally rebellious. I'm going, yeah. no, no, it fucking will. So I left that doctor's appointment, obviously distraught. And then me and Sammy started looking into adoption. And do you know when you adopt a child, they actually they interview all your ex-boyfriends or ex-girlfriends? Shut up. No, I was like, oh, God. No. Yeah. Why? Well, they probably want to make sure you're not like... Bloody hell. Dodgy. It's a lot on that. Yeah, it's a bit much, isn't it? So um, I was like, oh, well. Anyway, so then I, I remember saying to Sammy, I was like, well, should we just try and just see like what happens? Mm. Because they they basically said I could get pregnant, but I wouldn't be able to sustain the pregnancy because I had um something called um antiphospholipoid syndrome, which means the blood clots really easily. Right. So they said if I got pregnant, my immune system would attack the yeah. the placenta and the baby and would form lots of clots and the baby would die basically. Okay. So I was like, right, okay, that's re- very scary. Um. But there was, I just knew, that I just I just didn't believe it, like, in the weirdest way. I can't explain it, but I just knew that I was going to have a baby. So I said to Samuel, should we just try and just see? And he was he was like, okay, we'll try and we'll, you know, let's let's do it. Yeah. And I remember I, I did this meditation. So after we, like, had sex, I was lying down and I did this meditation and it was where you, like, imagine the sperm, like, meeting the egg and then, like, the baby growing and, um, and then like you you go through this whole journey and in this meditation I pictured a girl with like blonde really blonde curly hair yeah and I was like oh my god I want one like that yeah and I didn't I, I you know my whole life I've never thought I want a girl or I want a boy like, yeah, I, just yeah. was, like I just wanted you know children I never I was never like bothered about boy or girl or whatever especially not like how they look but in this yeah. meditation that's what I imagined yeah and then that night it was like um it, there was like a, a meteor shower and we were looking out the window and we saw like loads of shooting stars and Sammy's like I'll make a wish like kind of joking I was like I want that blonde haired curly girl oh. anyway a few weeks later I found out I was pregnant oh my god oh my god it's her <sighs> and yeah I had an amazing pregnancy like textbook beautiful pregnancy um gave birth to her on her due both my girls were born on their due dates as well oh wow um Gave birth to her, and then I, I'd forgotten all about it. To be honest with you, and then when she was about, we were out somewhere when she was about five, and all, her hair was all like long and really curly, like beautiful hair. And the woman went to me, "Oh, hasn't she got the most lovely hair?" And then I remembered that meditation, and I was like, "That's that's that's her. <laughs> it's mad. That is mad. What are the what are the most what are the things that you manifest have manifested?" That you go, there is no argument here. There's no, because I reckon that people that are a bit, you know, a bit, mm, was it skeptic? Is that what it? No, skeptical. Yeah. yeah, skeptical. That they're going to go, yeah, but you've got blonde hair. You've obviously, of course, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What are the things that there's like no, you, there's no question. I think. One thing that did happen to me as well was when I was pregnant, I really wanted, um, you know, the Chico next to me cots. Yeah. Really wanted one of those. And we we were we had like no money back then, like literally nothing. And I remember thinking, oh, I really want one of them. Anyway, it was like, it was a high, it, I think it was like 160 quid or something like that. And I remember thinking, oh, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. I want one. And uh, a couple of days later, I got a tax rebate. Yeah. And it was- and it was for 
I'll make up now. I can't remember the exact number. It was like 139 pounds and 13p or something like that. And I remember going on, I was like, I can use this to get the Chico next to me cot. And I went online and they had a sale. It was on John Lewis. They had a sale. And then one of my friends worked for them. So she gave me like her discount code. And the price of it was exactly the same as the tax rebate check. Exactly. Exactly to the penny. Again, Nora. And I was like, my husband doesn't my husband doesn't believe in all any of this stuff. Right? No. He's proper, he's very like he's he's extremely like intelligent and he's very logical and it's just like magic is not it's not real. Um, which is fine, you know. It, it, I think it's actually a good thing because he keeps me grounded otherwise yeah. what am I doing? Yeah, yeah, Um so and I showed him that and he's like, Yeah, that is weird. And he he was like, I've actually got chills and he was like, That is like yeah, that's fucking weird. Um, but stuff like that happens to me all the time. All the time. I love it. I love it. It's it's having that power of just going of, of I think it's visualizing it, isn't it? And I was even though I was sitting there do, feeling really silly about doing this in a way, I was like, why am I feeling silly though? Because if it works, who's the silly one for not doing it? You know, you're silly if you don't do it, aren't you? But I know that I can see things that are going to happen and I'm quite visual. But for people that don't have that, and I think that's why I've not done a proper vision board before, because I've obviously manifested and it's come true without it. So if it's right in front of me every day when I'm, you know, every day, like go and get a cup of tea and it's there and put my clothes on, it's there. How much more powerful does it become? Because those visions are in your head all the time. Um, But for some people, they just can't, see it can they it's just like that but with things like that the money drops in you must have been really thinking about that cot you know what I mean like it's something that you really really wanted and you'd visualized picking her up from it putting her down how much easier it would be with it next to you and stuff yeah I I think I would I would consider myself a master manifester (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it sounds really wanky but I think because I'm very very grateful for all the things yeah. that I had that I already have so I don't come at it from a I need that I need that like that clingy graspy energy like it's very much just a like literally every night before I go to bed I go to my my girl's bedroom and I look at them and I say like thank you to the universe every single yeah. night yeah 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 and I'm just conscious that I'm just always grateful for everything. Like when you said to me today, like I'm looking forward to chatting you for your podcast. I was like, I'm so grateful that you've asked me to come on. Like I'm just grateful for everything. Yeah. So I think when I then think oh, I really want that, I, I, it just happens because yeah. like, like, yeah, I, I totally, I'm the same as you. One thing as well that I remember you doing on your stories was when you said about your husband and you were like, God, I just fancy him so much. Like what do you love about your husband so much? And I love that because there is, um sometimes the general narrative of what society feels like you should feel about your husband is moaning about him because you know la, la la but I am obsessed with my husband I'm like I have got a crush I feel like sometimes I've got a crush on him because I love him so much and I'm like are you really mine <laughs> like he's just so I fancy you so much you're so funny you're so clever you're just freaking amazing and I feel like that all the time and when you were saying on this masterclass about how gratitude I did the same as you I would be writing the lists and then I started banking the wins and there's in the membership I run we've got a whatsapp group and the whole group is all they do is write messages of banking wins so that's just like I'm banking a hot cup of tea I'm banking the blue sky I'm banking 
blah, blah, blah. And it's literally all of them do it all the time. And over the weekend, I, I turned my work phone off and then put it back on again. And it was like this rush of dopamine when I put it on. It's like 200 messages from a mall. I'm looking like, oh, my God, that's amazing. That's amazing. Last week, I did my in-person event. They've made so much money since that in-person event because all it was about was banking the wins. We went on a walk and the whole walk was just, what are we banking? Oh, my God, look at this beautiful, like there's loads of people from Cambridge come and it's all flat there. So they didn't know what about hills. <laughs> we was in Bristol and it's like going up a hill. They're like, we're not used to this, but we're grateful for the challenge. <laughs> it's like walking up this hill. They just love it. And it's, and I just think it's not um, not like a coincidence that when you put yourself in a grateful way and you are just grateful for everything even though like my son was a bit of a turd this morning he's really tired but you know like starting school that like savage tiredness they get and I was just like I kept my call because the whole time I was going I get to do this I get to be with him I get to take him to school if I was in my old life I would have left half six I wouldn't even be seeing him I get to like be there and listen to him and, and just go, it's all right, mate. Everything's going to be okay. You're just tired. I get to choose to keep my call in those things. I get to say, that was a challenging morning, but I'm sure it's going to be it's going to be another little string to our bow of our relationship as mother and son. You know, like every single thing I can flip and turn it into something that you can be grateful for. But it's like what you were saying once you practice it so much, it's like you literally breathe gratitude, isn't it? Like every single sentence you're coming out and you can feel it as well, can't you, when you're that practiced at it? I literally wake up grateful. Yeah. Like, I think when you lose your health, like I did as well. Yeah. You realise that just waking up and just getting out of your bed is a fucking privilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, literally waking up and not being in pain and being able to get out of my bed, that's it. I'm grateful yeah but you know what I actually I look back on lupus as well and I'm grateful for that for that time yeah yeah I am and that sounds I think that must sound so weird but I'm grateful because I learned so much and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now I'd probably just be in my being a miserable admin job yeah with my, my soul like slowly like shriveling up into a prune yeah yeah a raisin so I'm grateful for that because through that I'm now doing what I'm doing now which is I've I've never been I've never been this happy like ever like and I've always I've I've always been quite a happy person even when I was ill like you know I've always been quite happy and positive but now it's just a whole new level of happiness and it's so interesting as well because like what you were saying there about like loving your husband like I I was out a little while ago with a group of women who who I love and they're all just moaning about their husbands and then they come to me and I'm like I to say, quite like my husband actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they they like made like snarky comments, and then you're like, oh. And, and I feel like it's the same with being a mum. Like a lot of mums moan. And don't get me wrong, being a mum, I think it's like the hardest and yeah. most amazing thing in the world. But I'm like, I fuck, I love being with my kids. Yeah, I love like Juliet's at nursery today, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I actually want her to be here with me. Yeah. But it's like you can't say that because people get like all like mm, about it. Yeah, no, I know, and I've I I do like I think that you you um I'd love to go now in a little bit of a different direction with this because I was talking yesterday on a live, and you do get the people that are going to not be interested when you're happy, 
And when, like when you were talking about that, I've been in so many conversations where I've got nothing to moan about. And the old me would find something to moan about so that everyone else felt more comfortable with the discussion Mm. because they wanted to moan. But now I refuse to do that. So when people say to me, how are you? I'm going, really, really good, thanks. Really, really good. Like I've had an epic week. Like I've had the best couple of weeks in my business ever. Like I just best, best, best. And I'm seeing a bunch of my best mates tomorrow. And it's not like, I don't think any of them actually listen to the podcast. I've, I've got two groups of best mates. One group of best mates, I know, listen, you know who you are, girls. And I've shared how epic this my week is. But I haven't shared it with the other group. Mm. I haven't shared them with my other group of friends. And I'm seeing them all tomorrow. And I wonder if I'll actually, that anyone will be interested in tell, hearing it. Because when I say I'm really good, it'll be, oh, okay. What's up with you? And then they, do, do you know what I mean? And I'm not moaning about that. And it sounds like I'm trying to moan. But I feel like now I'm grateful that I know who I can share wins with that go, oh, my God, that is epic. I'm so, you know, that is amazing. It doesn't take away any of the shine of what I've achieved, but some people find it very uncomfortable to hear good things because they, like you were saying earlier, I used to be the queen of pity parties. I used to love it. I used to be addicted to misery, absolutely addicted. I read a book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and I realised what I was doing, and it was like, oh, my God, I'm like, keeping myself in misery because it's unfamiliar to me to be in like have joy so I'm just going to keep myself in there by moaning all the time and then I just went on these complaint diets and then I realized how much I was moaning and then now it's like oh if I want to moan I'm really choosy about who I speak to about it they've like got to hold the space for me and listen and like not wait for their turn to speak they just listen to me and then they go yeah, that's totally validated. What are you going to do about it? I'm like, well, actually, I'm just going to learn from me. I'm going to move on. Everything's fine now. And you feel like, Phew. and then if somebody, you're talking to someone and you're moaning, you can feel it in your heart. Like, you know what I mean? Because when you're grateful all the time, you can. it's like a stab in the heart, isn't it, with, some, with the negativity? Yeah, you're oh. like, you're stabbing, you're stabbing my aura, man. Yeah, that's it. It's awesome in your heart, but it's a stab in my aura. That's what it stab is. my aura with your negativity. Don't stab my aura, mate. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't stand. My, I refuse to engage in moaning as well. And I think there's a difference between moaning and genuinely saying yeah. like, I'm unhappy about something. You know. Yes. Um, my thing is when people go moaning about the weather. Oh, it's raining. Yes, <laughs> you live in the UK. It's fucking raining. I know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't moan about it. And like the other day, it was really raining here, and my daughter was moaning about it. She's seven. And she was moaning. I was like, come on, let's have fun. And we like ran home, like singing. We were literally singing, singing in the rain at the top of our lungs. We were jumping in puddles. And I was like, see, like it can be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't have to moan about things. So yeah, yeah I, I just refuse. If someone starts talking to me about the weather, I'm, I'm just switched off. I'm, I'm tapped out. I'm, I'm done. I'm like, no, I'm not available. You do have to, not available um, for it. Exactly, not available. You have to be so robust though, because I feel you and it takes practice because I like exactly I'm so glad you said stab the aura because I'd be be so hot on it 
you know, like I've I always talk about creating your warrior energy. So I've, I've I've got all this beautiful energy. I'm grateful. I'm energized. I'm motivated. I'm driven. I'm I'm here to like be the best version of myself. And then I'd go and have a conversation with someone, and it'd be like stab, stab, stabbing me all. And I'd be like, oh shit, like that's really deflated me. But it, I think I became more aware of that. And I think for from my um, experience, it's just being aware. And not entertain, like, I don't know about you, but it takes so much strength for me to go, I'm just not going to talk to you about stuff, which Mm -hmm. can be really difficult. And I've lost friends over it, but I'm not going to, I can't talk to you about that stuff because you're stabbing me aura. I've worked so hard to get my energy to here, but you don't get it and you're not ready to get it. So there's no point in even discussing it with you. Yeah. And I think, I think, it comes for me it came down to just acceptance and just accepting that some people don't they want to be in their pity party they're in that phase of their life where they want to want to be miserable or maybe maybe that is just the path that they're meant to be on you know yeah yeah so I think for me it just comes down to acceptance and just going right okay that person's in that stage of life Mm. and I just need to accept it yeah and the same way and the same way I want people to accept me yeah 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 I just it's like I suppose it's where um I find resistance with that which again I'm working on is the fact that obviously being joy having joy and gratitude feels so good because I've know what the misery feels like so when I meet somebody that's why I wanted to chat to you because I was like you're my vibe I want to chat to you I want to you know you get an exchange of energy and you know that you benefit from it there's a give and take and you just get a boost um oh my god I've just literally forgotten my train that's it it's gone I'm so <laughs> I won't bother accepting people for where they are in their misery oh yeah that's it so I, I spent some time trying to convince people of like mm. yeah but what about this what about this reframing it and one thing I got last like last week I had a bit of a, an epiphany going my energy is just too much for some people. Their cup's not big enough for the energy I've, I'm going. I can bring them. They're just not ready <laughs> because when I come in, it's like let's go, and I can feel that it's like you won't know when you put the tap on too hard and you got a cup and it just all comes out again. They're yeah. just not. They're not ready, and that's not to do with me. Whereas I thought it was to do with me. That's why I was helping people trying to make people feel more comfortable around me by feeling small. But then you feel that resentment when you're not being who you're supposed to be. It's like you're in an invisible cage, I suppose. Yeah, and it doesn't help anybody because when we are true to ourselves, it inspires it inspires other people. Yeah. yeah. So you shining isn't too much. It might blind some people, but... It's not too much. It it in the end you'll you'll shine your light on the right people, and then they'll be inspired, and then they'll inspire other people, and it goes out from there. Mm. So I think that that's why it's so important to be authentic and be ourselves because it inspires the shit out of people. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I had um, that that event last week. One of my clients didn't want to share her big. I got everyone to stand up and share their their goal for the year, and she said actually was so scared because she was worried that people would think her goal was too big but what happened is after she got over feeling uncomfortable I was like 
just just do it and you know it's up to you I'm not going to force you to do something but I'm going to do mine and then you can do yours anyway once she shared it she had messages from people what another person was like I'm so inspired by her oh my god and I was like look what you've done just lift everybody up you've, you've done that you've uh, helped other people want to raise their game that that's inspirational that is you did that she was like oh my god I can't believe it and then she was like so then now it's like well if I can do that what else can I do Exactly. And it just gets yeah. bigger and better, doesn't it? Yeah. I, like my mantra for two, for twenty twenty four is play big. Oops, sorry, post just came. My mantra for twenty twenty four is play big. I'm Love playing it. big. We're not we're not I'm not doing that small thing anymore. No. Play to yeah, I had that play to win instead of playing not to lose. I've been playing not to lose for a little while. Hmm. Anymore. Um, and also in the middle of this, I've got show me how good it can get. And before I go to sleep and get up every morning, I've been saying that to myself, like literally just show me how good it can get. Go on, just show me. Show me how good it can get. Love it. What's on your list now? If you've got a new vision board, what's what you managed? I actually actually need to do one, but I think, do you know what? I've actually got to a place where there's actually nothing that I want right now. Oh. Right now, there will be, obviously, but. I was thinking about it that day and I was like, I am living the life now that I used to write about in my bed, poorly of lupus, in my pity party. I used to write about the life that I wanted and I'm in that. Wow. I'm like, I've got my two girls, my business is thriving, I've got my sexy husband. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I've got an amazing group of friends. Like, I was like, I actually don't want anything right now. Love that. Then I was like, well, what, what do... I think long term, I think what I do want, I want to create a membership. So I'm going to work on that. But Juliet's, she's not at school yet. So once she goes to school, then I want to focus on that because I've got a year with her until she goes to school. So I'm like, I want to like be really present with her rather than creating yeah. all these things. So I'm going to put that on the back burner for now. But that's what I'm going to be work. That's what I'm going to be warming people up for over the next year is joining my membership. So that when that's I launch it next idea. year, people are just ready to, to come in. And I've got all the content for it. And, you know, there won't be like a whole big thing for that. So I want to do that. And we do need to move. So I would like, I suppose, yeah, there is there is some stuff that I want. I do want a, a bigger house. But nice. I'm not interested in like some big mansion or anything With like a big hall. I saw it on the masterclass. Yeah, I just want the big hallway. Hall. I just want the big hallway. And I, do you know what I've been doing? Oh, my God. So I've taken it up a notch from the old vision boards. And I'm going to talk about this on my page soon as well. But I am going to create like an altar to represent the house that I want. Oh, my God. That's the next level. That is. I love it. So I'm going to put a picture of the house that I want on it. I'm going to put the vase with flowers in it that I want in the big hallway. I'm going to get the Jo Malone incense sticks and put it on there. Yes. So, yeah, I'm lying, actually. No, I I do want a house. So you do, you, there you go, you have got, that's what you're manifesting now then. Is the house, yeah. So the house and a met like career, like business-wise, a membership for next year. And I do want to launch another podcast. Because I had my hypnobirthing podcast, which was really great. Um, And I've got an idea for the podcast. So I'm thinking about launching that again, probably not for another six months or so. Love it. Mm. Love it. So you've got loads working towards. Yeah. But I think when I first started thinking about it, I was like, there's nothing that I want. 
Like, not, whereas before, I've had like really long lists. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, I think it. If people don't believe this stuff, that's fine. You know. You know. People can believe what they want, but I'm literally living in my vision board. Yeah. Yeah. I had that. Like I, my house. I remember when I was really young, going, "I'd love to live up that road. Love to live on that place." And now I do. Yeah. It's just. Like and also, which I didn't say about my husband, I used to have this vision of this where there was this old club that um I used to go to called Amadeus. Anyone that's local, listening. oh my god, I used to go there. We used to get no, the bus from Bromley. Up. We used to get the bus from Bromley to Amadeus. Amadeus, right? It was a coach, like, that used to go from the pub to the yeah. club. I used to, I grew up like just around the corner from there. Um, but I live a few miles away now. But yeah, Amadeus is bowling now. Brilliant bowling. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So Amadeus, okay. You know, you used to do the laps around Amadeus. I used to go Amadeus. That's so cool. So go do the laps around Amadeus. And I had this vision. And it was just by the VIP booth bit. You just go up the stairs to. Yeah. Up, a, a bloke with dark hair and blue eyes just would just go, oh, you're trying to get a pass and just let me go. Give me a smile. And everybody I've ever gone on a date with or gone out with or anything, like literally every bloke I've ever snogged has never had dark hair and blue eyes until my husband see love it the fact that you went down with those it's so funny i knew we used to go yeah there used to be we used to go to the weather springs in bromley and then you'd get there was a special amadeus coach that used to take up i remember the coach dropped like being dropped off and stuff all those buses oh i said i absolutely love it there it's an epic. It was an absolutely epic club. It really was. It I used was. To go, it was fantastic. We used to go every Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, three nights a week. Where was the other? There was another one we used to go to in Dartford. Remember what it was? Air and Breathe. Oh, my God. Oh, I've never been there. We used to get the, the coach used to take us there as well. Love it. Love it. Good times, man. Good times. Good, such good times, you know. Like, I never did any exercise back then because I was going to have a taste three nights a week. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't walk to anything. I just danced. It's yeah. sweet. Oh, such good times. Anyway, um, everybody that comes on the podcast, I ask them a question. If you, If you could go back in time 10 years ago, what would you tell yourself that you know now but you wish you knew back then? Oh my god! Ten years gone, isn't it? I'll say everything's going to be all right. Yeah, it's all going to be all right. That's a comforting one. That is. I'll give her a little hug. Yeah, and a kiss on the head. I'll say you're going to be all right. No proof of how far you've come, because like. I think we'd all go back and give ourselves 10 years ago a cuddle. <laughs> just gonna... Oh, my God. I really would love to cuddle her. Bless her yeah. little heart. Yeah. She didn't have a clue. Didn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> what a slag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This has been such an absolute joy chain to you, babe. I know it would be. And I've got oh. my soul reading booked in. Woohoo. I'm excited so... to do that for you. So I've had a human design reading before, but what I loved about, well, one, I just, you know, 
I just want to bathe in you. Like I said, I've already bathed in you for a few hours today, so why not a little bit more? <laughs> um, but also, I think it's because I know I, with human design, I'm a projector, and my sun gate thing, whatever, is ideas. And so I thought, God, I can really. Li-. So once I knew that, leaning into being a projector and this ideas, and I'm a I think I'm five one profile. Oh, five one, yeah. So you can be, you can become the expert. You are the expert. The expert in ideas, basically. So then I was like, "What? God, you know what I love doing? Talking to people about ideas." So I've set up this new program. It's not got a logo yet or a proper name, but I've already sold three spaces on it. But um, it's just, I, I just was really interested in, and I know you, you know, know this, but how the, the um, human design and astrology all blends in as well as all the cards. So. I'm very excited. And it's literally next week as well. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm going to look at your human design, your birth chart, so all your astrology, and then mix it in with a bit of tarot as well. Oh, what a treat. I've met, voice noted my client and said, you need to go and look at Cosmic Coach because I think you we want one too. I'm trying to get yeah. her to book one because it's just brilliant. It's brilliant. I love it. I love it. I don't, I'm not like an expert with astrology, but there's little bits and bobs that I know one of the things I like looking at is the house that Jupiter's in so in astrology there's 12 houses that represent different areas of life Mm. and where your Jupiter is is where you're likely to get like most success and my Jupiter is in um the house of spirituality (laughs) I know it's it just blows my mind you're like you're gonna you could start a cult if you wanted to (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah you're probably that powerful don't know but that's I've, why got, be, be... I've got to be careful I've got to be careful because I'm a five one as well oh yeah yeah and with five ones people can really look to you for all the answers yeah. and project and project onto you so you've got to be careful not to become that person but good, they... good place to start a membership from 100% good place to start a membership from yeah yeah. Five ones, that shit. But starting a membership was the best thing I've ever done, just to give you a bit of evidence to do it. It's the best thing I've ever done. Well, I had my app before, oh, um, right. which had like a community section and it was a bit like a membership vibe. So I have sort of done it. Um, but this is going to be very different. This is going to be magical. Very exciting. And there's going to be spells. I love that. I got called a witch yesterday, which I was really obviously I was um I said about being witchy today to you, but I had this vision. I'd written a well, I do this when I launch a program, I'm like, who do I want on that? Mm. And I plan that. So since January, I've known that I was going to launch Project Warrior Boss. And by the time it this goes out, it already have been started up. And so I wrote my list of who I wanted it on, on there. And all like three of the people on that list have signed up. Yeah. And one of them, she said, why did you, um, because I asked her to do activation calls. I could do some market research and then give her a little mini coaching call. She said, why did you message me about it? I was like, look, I'll put you on my wish list. I don't even know why I'll put you on your wish list. But I just, I just knew that I wanted to work with you. You're just amazing. She went, it's so weird you ask me now because I've been looking and if you'd asked me three months ago, I wasn't ready. But the fact that I've been asking and then you've presented me with this opportunity, it's mm. a yes. And I was like, so you're a witch. And I was like, 
Maybe I am. <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> Love it. Love Stop it. it. So good. So if you're, if you're listening to this, just write out some shit that you want to happen in your life, make a vision board and see how it goes. Yeah. And then print them out, put them everywhere. Shove the fact that you want a baby right in your husband's face when he goes to get a cup of tea. Oh, oh no. my, me and my husband are done now. We're done. We've got our two. Done. Yeah, that's what I want too. I want to. Um, but I had I didn't have a great birth with Jackson, and it's it's just it's just not gone down well with Dan, which is and I understand. I understand exactly why. Um, but I I know it's going to be all right. I know Come it's to me for right. some hypnobirthing. I'll do some yeah, hypnobirth. I will. I will. But I think I've got to have a C section though. Yeah, it's amazing C-section. So with um hypnobirthing, if you're having a cesarean, it can just A just help you keep you really calm and down yeah. as well with like breathing techniques. Yeah. And also um there's things that you can do, like certain breathing techniques and visualizations and stuff that you can do that will help boost the hormone oxytocin in your body. And when you've got more of that, you bleed less. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. So okay, love we can that. Do a, we can do a whole cesarean hypnobirthing thing. Love it. Okay, put me in. Well, I've got to get pregnant first, but yeah, put me in. I'll do that for you guys. <laughs> but no, I've, um, but I think I was, I was even going to play someone and not put it on there. And I was Ooh. like, no, sod it. So glad you did. So I'm glad doing you it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Oh, thank you, babe. Honestly, this is such a juicy, amazing episode. I've really enjoyed it. Though I do feel like I've overtaken a little bit and just, <laughs> you are an absolute dynamite. I love it. And um, so where can everyone find you if they want a bit more of you? So you can find me on Instagram. I'm the Cosmic Coach and that's it for now. But there will be more of me around the place. <laughs> Coming soon. But for now, I'm on, I'm on Instagram. That's my home. Brilliant. Brilliant. And in Thank the cosmos. You so You'll find me in the cosmos. Yeah. The cosmos. Baiting around. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. It's looks, it looks so look good on YouTube. Love it. <laughs> my thing now. Beautiful. All right then, Beauty. Um, thanks, thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming Bye, on. Bye, everyone. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Written, produced and hosted by Claire Hill. And music has been composed by my brother, Phil Hitler.